escalated. She just got all loud, started pushing me, hitting me in my face. So I pushed her, she bit me, and I bit her back. How did she so bite you? That, like, how, wait, wait, don't gloss over that, because she's got a counterclaim against you specifically for that. So tell me what it is that happened in the fight. This is the plaintiff, Camille Valer. He says the defendant is his ex-girlfriend, and she owes him money for a trip they were going to take together for his birthday. Unfortunately, they got into an argument before the trip. She bit him. He bit her back, and they split up. Now she won't return the $720 he gave her for a trip they didn't take. So he's suing. This is the defendant, Ruth. She says the plaintiff's a hothead who pushed her to the ground, stuck his fist in her mouth, and then began choking her. So she bit him. She got a restraining order against him. He backed out of their relationship and the trip they had planned together and owes the louse zero. She's accused of dissing an ex. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $1,000 for pain and suffering. All parties, please raise your right hand. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Million in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Valier, you are suing your former girlfriend, Ruth, Ms. Ruth, for $720 for a vacation that you were not able to take and she was supposed to refund your money. You are counterclaiming against him $1,000 for pain and suffering. Let me hear from you first, Mr. Valier. All right. Um... I've seen Ruth here and there from time to time. We end up being close. So let me just get to the point. So, How long were you dating? We were dating for about like a couple of months, about four or five months. Okay. And at some Um, point you folks planned to do a vacation where? In Florida? Right. Yeah. So um, I gave her the money. How much money did you give her? I gave her in total $720. Uh, 170 was for an airline ticket that was in your name, right? On her, her sister's name. Her sister had ordered the ticket online. Right, but the airline ticket is in your name or you can't travel. See, yeah, that's the thing. I wasn't the one that ordered the ticket. Well, did you ask her for it to be the- ordered because at the time you were going to go on the trip? Yes. Okay, I did tell and her it was order. in your name, right? Right. Okay, so then the other money was for an Airbnb. And you guys end up in a fight. How long before Florida? Um, what, about, what, three, four days? Okay, and tell me what happens. Um, so we're in my room at my house. We're laying down. She received a call from her sister. Okay. So her sister's like, oh, it's come here. Still going to the trip. And then she said, yeah, whatever. So um, I got up. I told her, I'm like, look, your sister's not going to come to the Airbnb if she's not going to put no money on on Airbnb. After that, you know, it just escalated. She just got all loud, 
started pushing me, hitting me in my face. So I pushed her. She bit me, and I bit her back. How did she so bite you? That, like, how, wait, wait, don't gloss over that, because she's got a counterclaim against you specifically for that. So tell me what it is that happened in the fight. All right, cool. So she started getting loud. I started getting loud. I told her, like, you're, being, you're getting too loud because... You know, it's like, what, 8, 9 o'clock in the morning. I got neighbors next door that's still sleeping. So I'm like, can you, like, be quiet? So, you know, she hit me in the face right here. I pushed her down into my bed. I told her, I'm like, relax. And then she bit my left wrist. How, how was her left back. wrist somewhere that she could bite it? How, where? I pushed her down from you pushed her, her down. So where I see you, you push her down, and then what? Um, what are you doing? Are you on top of her or, or what? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm on top of her. Okay. I, I have my hands pushed down on her like shoulders, okay. telling her to relax. And Mind then, you, she hit me. What What did she do at that point? She like found a way and bit my wrist. Well, how? I wasn't I just, there. I need you to describe it to me. How did she end up biting your wrist? She like twisted her body around and you okay. know started and which yelling. Wrist, which wrist did she bite? She bit my left wrist. Okay, and then what do you do? I bit her back because it hurt. It. Well, your reaction was to bite her where? To be honest with you, I don't really remember where I bit her at. Was but it her head or leg or arm or stomach? I mean, I, I think it was her back, if I'm not mistaken. Well, how is her back? Like, how are you? Around. Okay, so you bit her on the back because she's wiggling. Yeah, she was like, like that's the thing. She was like moving all crazy and all Okay, Miss Ruth, what happened that night? Um, Like he said, we were at his place and I woke up from a phone call from my older sister and he just gets up, he goes, use the bath, he uses the bathroom. Then by the time he comes back into the room and he starts, he's, he's pacing back and forth. He's with aggression too. He's saying, your little sister isn't coming on a trip unless she pays. She's not going to stay in for free. So I said, my sister isn't going to pay anything because at that part, it was, he had too much aggression. It was too much, too much anger. What was he mad at? Did that phone call wake him? I'm not sure. Okay. So he comes in and he says, your sister's not going unless she puts money in. And what do you say? Well, I say she's not going to put anything down. Okay. Yeah. My sister is 18. We were celebrating her birthday. Okay. And stuff. So I told her he's, she's not going to put nothing down. And what did he do? So then he said, I'm not going to go. He doesn't want to go. And he tells me to get my stuff and leave. So I pack up my stuff. I was going to work that morning. I got dressed for work. And I'm ready to leave the door. He stands in front of the door and says, wait, you got to give me word on your, my money. When am I going to get the money? When am I going to get the money? I said, I'll give it to you after the trip. I don't have the money now. Be patient with me. I'll get it. I'll get it to you after the trip when I come back. He didn't want to take that as an answer. He wouldn't let me. He wouldn't let me leave the door. He told me, "You're not going to work today. You're not going to work today. You're going to stay here." Every time I try to get up to go to the door, he pushes me down. So my phone is in the kitchen charging. So I can't. I can't even go to the, my phone to call the police or anything. So his phone is on the bed. So I go to grab his phone to call the cops. That's when he pushes me down on the bed and put his hands around my neck, a choke. So one hand is on my neck and then the other hand is next to me. So that's when I, I seen the moment for me to bite him. Maybe he'll let me free, like you said. 
But no, he bites my shoulder right here. Um, he bites it. He bites it so hard, it's like he's eating a steak. Okay, I have pictures of it and everything. Um, what else happened after that? From that, from then on, yes. Everything was kind of moving so fast. I remember being by the wall where his mirror was, and he's in front of me, and he pushes his fist in my mouth. It's not a punch, but he pushes it down on my mouth so hard that it causes rips inside my mouth. The police have pictures of that. I couldn't, I couldn't get the photos because they said I needed a lawyer for it to be subpoena, subpoena or something like that. Okay. So from then on, I guess things calmed down. I don't, I don't really remember how it can't calm down, but I sat down on the bed. Thank God, most of my stuff was outside his apartment. So I said to him, "Well, let me go bring my stuff inside." So, because he said he still wanted to talk, he wants to talk. So I said, well, let me bring my stuff inside so we can talk. So he lets me go out the door. I grab my phone. I walk outside the apartment door. I do not answer back. So I called the cops. The cops never showed up. So I Googled the nearest precinct. And from then on, I went to the precinct and made my report. Did he ever get arrested for domestic violence? I'm not sure if he has gotten arrested for Did um, you end up getting ar arrested, Mr. Valier? I ended up getting arrested a month and, yeah, about a month ago. And I had a, a, what happened with that charge? Um, I got a, a final um, straining order. Other than that, I just got a, a tenant program. We just got a tenant program. What does that mean? You're doing domestic violence counseling in return for a plea? Uh, no, I have to do a, a battery intervention program, something like that, for about six months. Do you have any convictions for domestic violence in your in your background? From what I know, no. From you, what you know, you should know, right? No, because you know, I, I, you know. Ms. Ruth, is this the first time that he was violent with you? No, it was one occasion where he pushed me down when we were in his room, but all it was was a push, and he apologized afterwards. So I'm thinking, stupid me, thinking, okay, I'll give him another chance. I accepted the apology. All right, now. You told him that you would pay him his money for the Airbnb and the ticket. Why? Because he said he didn't want to go anymore. And I wanted to give him his money back. Okay. But then, but then after he... But then after this happened, um, yes. you uh, no longer feel like there's an agreement for you to give him his money back. Um, were you, you couldn't cancel the Airbnb three days beforehand, could you? Three days beforehand? We, well, I wasn't planning on canceling the Airbnb because I wanted to take my trip. Right. You know, enjoy myself. All right. And, let me uh, let me ask you a question. Um, why, Mr. Valia, why didn't you just cancel your airline tickets before the flight so that you could use the credit on the airline ticket? I didn't know how to. And I told her that you didn't what I did not know how to. I, I told well, then her that. figure it out. What do you mean? Why does she have to figure it out for you? She can't cancel your ticket so that you can have a credit. She can't do it. She's not you. Only you can do it. If you don't know how to do it, here's how you do it. You call the phone number for the airlines and you ask them how you do it. That's how you do it. There's not, it's not like rocket science or anything. That's all you would have had to do. Well, you're a big boy. Why, why, do, why does she have to do it for you? I don't get that. Because if you yeah, call before, yeah, that's the thing. If you'd call beforehand, before the day of the flight, you get a credit that you could use for a year. If you just blow it off, and they're not able to resell the seat, then you're probably going to get nothing. I don't know. It depends. Uh, I, I don't know what the policy is of whatever airlines you were going to travel. But 
as far as the Airbnb, see, typically speaking, you're, you're not going to get refunds on an Airbnb that close to departure anyway. But let me ask you this. If you're the guy who canceled, why would she be responsible for giving you money back after you assault her? Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. I never assaulted her. All I did was push her down because I was telling her to calm down, to relax, because she was getting loud. All right. You went and filed a police report, and you also got a restraining order, and the restraining order was granted, correct, Ms. Ruth? Yes. And the police report, um, although I don't have the pictures, the police report says that you had cuts all over your mouth, inside your mouth, correct? Yeah. They took pictures. All right. You know, you canceled... Uh, kind of on you, Mr. Valier, even if she makes this empty promise before she's assaulted because you won't let her leave. Um, uh, how is that a contract that she has to abide by what she said before things changed and she got assaulted? Your Honor, she said she was going to give me back my money. I don't care. Yeah, that was so before I you hit her. Already. But anyway, so $1,000 for pain and suffering. What is your pain and suffering? You've told me about what happened. Is there anything else that you wanted to add to that? I'm traumatized. I've been I've been in a domestic violence relationship before and I've always kept my mouth shut. That traumatized me also, but now just reliving it, it's even more traumatizing. I feel like I've been depressed, I've been stressed. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. A lot of pain and suffering. Have you been to a doctor? Like therapy? Yeah. I haven't, no. Okay. Have you been to a a, a physical doctor? Um the paramedics did come that day. They did check me out. They said if the bite mark starts to irritate me, it might start to cause an infection or anything for me to go back to the hospital. But I didn't go to the hospital. But the paramedics did come to me. Okay. Um, according to both your stories, you're pinning her down when she bites you. That seems to me like she bit you in self-defense, not you bit her in self-defense. You bit her in anger because you got bit. That's what it looks like to me. Uh, on your claim against her, zero. On her claim against you, I'm awarding her $500. That's my verdict. Good luck, folks. Thank you so much. So the defendant is the big winner in this case. Mr. Valier, you did not win the $720 you were suing for. Instead, the, uh, the judge issued a judgment against you for $500 to go to her. How do you feel about that? How do I feel? feel as if it's not right because she even said she was going to give me back my money you know like well you like, attacked her and that's why the judge felt that way i and did not attack her she attacked me you did attack her you bit her uh, you can't do that 
Um, Ruth, let me ask you, how do you, how do you feel now? You feel a little bit better? I know this has been pretty rough for you. You've had, you've had a rough string of, uh, relationships with men, obviously, right? You know, but you know, I'm growing older every day and I'm getting smarter. So I just want to say that if anybody is ever going through that, just leave the relationship right away. You know, don't stay because it's, it's only going to get worse. Well, listen, good luck to you. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. Harvey. So, Doug, if you are suing for pain and suffering, my best advice is keep a diary of the pain you're feeling as you're feeling it. Write it down just as it's happening. When you bring that diary into court and a judge reads it, you will tend to get more money than if you didn't come in with a diary at all. If my special needs child is being bullied by an administrator at his school with expulsion, is he covered under the ADA law? Yes, he should be covered under the ADA law. And um, children who have a disability that are in public high schools, for example, um, they're entitled to certain protocol to be followed before they can be suspended or expelled from a school. It would be, they do a thing called a reevaluation. They want to make sure that the disability is not actually the cause of the behavior that resulted in the misconduct that's going to cause this child to potentially be suspended or expelled. But you know, there's two sides to every story, right. so we don't really know. It's kind know. of a loaded question because right. it's phrased as bullied by an administrator, right. but the administrator's job is to just Right, you know, I got a control. feeling here she's gonna say, no, I didn't bully, I just- I just warned him, I please don't do job. that or you're gonna get expelled. <laughs> right, right, right. And, and it's an unfortunate situation because you think about it, once once a kid is out of school, they're, they're missing out on the educational opportunity um, they maybe become dropouts eventually if you just keep kicking them out, et cetera. Right. So. The, the ADA is protection, but it also recognizes that other people have rights as well. Right. They have to protect those other children, too, to make sure they have a safe and appropriate learning environment. These are the plaintiffs, Stephen Lamana and Dominic Radinelli. Stephen says they were hired to install security cameras at the defendant's house. They did all the work and got everything working properly, and he refuses to pay them. They are rip-roaring mad. They don't work for free and are here today suing for the $2,937.16 they're owed. This is the defendant, Robert Renaud. He says these guys couldn't get anything working properly. He had to hire someone else to get the work done correctly. And they have no business claiming to be installers. Bottom line, he refuses to pay for inferior services and is not giving them any more money than he already has. He's accused of not seeing things clearly. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs are suing the defendant because they installed a security camera on his property and the guy is stiffing them. But the defendant says, these guys are hacks who worked for a year and a half on his system and never got it working properly. So he owes Bubkiss. It's the case of you make me insecure. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Lamana and Mr. Rondinelli, um, your firm came to some agreement with Mr. Renaud to install some cameras. What kind of cameras were they? Which of you wants to speak to me first? 
I'll speak first. Okay. And you are Mr. Who? Mr. LaManna. Okay. Talk to me. What cameras were you guys going to install? Okay. These were area cameras to uh, cover his land out in front of his house because he sells product on it. What product? So we put the cameras around his house and we were able to cover all, all the property and all the area that we were supposed to cover. Okay. What product and does as he time sell? On, Mr. Renaud, what kind of product do you sell from your lawn? I sell secondhand stuff in a yard sale. Okay. And, and you do I that have, uh, regularly? Yard sales often. Often. Yes. Okay. So he wanted the cameras to cover his yard. And uh, how is it that you found Mr. Renaud? How did you find Mr. Lamana and Mr. Rondelli to do the job? Uh, Dom was recommended to me through somebody else. And I met Steve, uh, the guy that came with him, through Dom. Okay. And. What was the, what did you guys agree to? Is there a contract that you signed? Is there something that laid out who was going to pay how much for what product, Mr. Lamana? Okay, there was a verbal agreement that uh, Dominic Rondinelli had with Mr. Renault. Okay, so Mr. Rondinelli, and, uh, let me ask you, the, what was the agreement that you had with him? Uh, there was no uh, agreement on cost because uh, there were several uh, items that, Mr. Renaud wanted to have done, and it, it, it was, we... Why can't there, there be no a quote? Well, of course well, there's a way. There's a way. You don't start to work until there's a quote. <clears throat> so uh, according to you, Mr. Lamana, Mr. Rondinelli had an agreement with him, but according to Mr. Rondinelli, there was no agreement in terms of how much you were going to get paid. So what's your understanding of what you're going to get paid? Whatever you want after the fact? Uh no, not at all. We're going to charge him a reasonable price to install the camera. Yeah, but reasonable is in the eye the of the cameras. beholder. Like, how, how, how do you know you... This is a terrible way to do business. Is this how you always do business? Not at all. No. I'm doing it for a friend. How, how does the fact he, that Mr. Was, Rondinelli knows you and recommended you have anything to do with how much you're going to get paid and making sure you're going to get paid? Apparently not much, right? Took his word. Uh, what word? Just We're by his person. But there's no. But there's no word. See, you can be the nicest guy in the world, but he may think it's going to cost me two hundred bucks. Like you don't know what's in his head. So how is it that everybody goes doing? Let me ask you, Mister Renaud. How much were you supposed to pay for the camera work? Okay. The, well, it had to do with a couple of things. So they agreed on you know whatever was a fair price. Which listen, they okay, but listen. Dom came to me and he did a good job. He was the electrician part. So what he did was took my cameras that I ordered ring on Black Friday of 2019. I spoke to him on January 2020 and they started to do the work in March of 2020. Now, Dom did the work. He did a good job. He was the electrician part. I paid him $1,400. Now, that was all fine. The part B of it was doing the technical part because being older, I don't know that. So then Steve came on board and that's when it lasted 14 months of just keep coming over, calling technical people, Spectrum, Verizon, Amazon, Ring, Netgear, and trying to instinct everything to work together. And it just never came out right. Okay, so I paid the 1400 The second part, they didn't come up with an agreement, or did I, because I didn't know what was everything detailed or was involved. But I was willing to pay a fair price just like the first time around. Okay, and that never happened, and it never got completed. Mr. Rondinelli, did he pay you $1,400 for that first part? No. 
He never paid you at all? Uh, we received $200 cash. That was to cover materials and things like that. But he never paid you $1,400? No. Mr. Renaud, when and how did you yeah. pay him $1,400? I paid him cash. And obviously, Your Honor, if it took 14 months for Part B, I don't think anybody would wait 14 months. Neither do I, but where's your receipt? Fee. I don't have a receipt. Why would Again, you let cash was, go out of one hand without a receipt coming into the other? Because it was a recommendation. And so I what, what does that have to do with it? Why does everybody always say that? It's like, that's, that's not an excuse to let cash yeah. go out of your hand without a receipt coming into your other. He's saying you never paid him a penny. Yes, but that's not true. I paid him $1,400. Did too, did not, did too, did not. Are there any emails or texts or anything that would show, you know, what had been paid beforehand? No, but I doubt that anyone would do the second part of what had to be done if they didn't get paid. I don't know. You keep calling part. it two parts. Who knows? Yeah. But you say that it took 14 months and in 14 months, the cameras were never actually in sync and hooked up correctly. That is correct. Not everything was done. They weren't in sync. There was one thing technically wrong or a problem with them or another. OK, so let me ask you, Mr. Lamana, is that correct? Incorrect. Okay, you tell me how what long- happened is what happened, Judge, is that we installed the cameras. We had them up and running. He had coverage <clears throat> all over his property. Sorry. So now, Mr. Ronaldi says, "Hey, wait, wait a minute, Mr. Lamana. I want to do my credit cards out here. I want to have enough signal strength so I could do the credit cards right in my lawn." I said, "No problem." <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I said, "No problem. We could we could do that." So we had to order another a router, a stronger router, and we went with another ISP, Internet Service Provider. So we did all the work. What's all the work? You just buy a router and, and, and he switched companies, right? Because it was exactly. snowed out. I'm sorry, Mr. Mr. Lamana, what is all the work? You buy a router, you buy a, uh, not a router, what do you call that when you expand the, the, the signal? Signal generators. A we signal generator. So you bought a signal generator, plugged it in, and he a, changed providers. A few of that's them. what we're talking about, right. right? So that's correct. Did you buy those products or did he? Who paid for the products? I bought them. So I he, bought the signal generator. He, he, he bought trying to he did buy the router, but he bought the wrong router. Okay, but you bought the signal generators and according to you he didn't pay you for those. No. All right. Do you have the receipts for those? Also also judge. Do you have the receipts for those? I do, but uh, uh, I can get them somehow. <laughs> Not Army Judge. Okay, so thanks. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> we did have everything up and running. When we put the second ISP in there, we couldn't climb the ladder again because it snowed up. But I was able to get the front doors. I could program those two cameras. No problem. So the second guy, he had to come in to do the work. All he had to do was program the cameras. That's all he had to do. Okay. Well, why didn't you do it, though? I just said, Judge, because it snowed out and we couldn't right. climb he the ladder. He says that it took we 14 months. Door. Is that untrue? I don't know how he arrives at that. Well, how long did it take, according to you? It took about, I would say, how long was it, Dominic? From May to uh, uh, February or, or December. That's when the communication broke down pretty much. Okay. But why did so, it take so, so long? From May why to did, February. Right. Why would it take from May to February? That's a long time. weather. Inclement weather in May? Weather. Where are you guys from? That well, you, it's Staten Island. There's, there's some <laughs> summery days. Um, so how, it didn't. Why was it taking so long? 
Well, the, he had to get products. He had to get the material. Yeah, I know. I know how long and it takes to were, get to was, get extenders. It doesn't take that long. You go, you drive. And a to lot do, of time, was, Judge. We had a program. His Amazon thing, and he didn't have the passwords. There were COVID. <laughs> Uh, Wait, what? You had a program, a his Amazon thing, and he didn't the, have a password. The, we, we, All you would have to do is telephone. reset the password. What difference would that make? Well, he had so many different passwords. Then you that, just reset that, them. That became, yeah, but that became. It's not as easy as you say, you Yeah, judge. it is. You, you reset. Like it is, a, it is as easy, easy as I'm saying. It would never take seven months. No, but he had to be present. And a couple of times, he, because of his business, he left. And when we were speaking to the uh, ISP providers on the telephone at crucial times, we get those right. ID numbers. Right. And he had so many to begin with. That was another problem. So they had to be changed uh, constantly. So it, Why it, that, 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 without them asking. That caused Without serious F. delays. Oh, that doesn't cost seven months delays. <clears throat> Come on, guys. I mean, it's a, you know, I'm not no, a techie, but I, 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 well, you say 14. What evidence do you have that it took 14 months? Mr. Okay, so I bought the product. No, in besides January your flapping my- gums, what evidence do you have? Yes. Uh, what well, evidence? Do I, okay, yeah, we would. You know what, you what I'm looking for? A contract that says I'm going to yeah, pay X no. for you to do Y. That would be a really good piece of evidence, wouldn't it? No, but I want to tell you where it all. Where we just, I just fired them. I, I need you guys to tell me exactly, exactly what work was done. Because since, you know, you, you can't just pick a figure out of the sky that someone didn't agree to. So explain to me exactly what work was done. What are you holding up? Documents of the work that was done. Okay. Would that be an invoice that you sent to him? Two invoices, correct. Okay. Give me one second. And also, Judge, we put those cameras up ASAP. Okay. So this first... This is called bill number one. This is done in May of 2021. Where's the bill for the first part of the job back? Wasn't this job done in 2020? It was done in 2020, not in 2021. Okay, so this bill that charges $1,300. Everybody stop. Everybody stop. Who? This is a bill generated by Mr. Lamana's company. On May 5th of 2021, when you've already been fired, and what you asked for is 1388.15. So why are you suing for 2937.16 now? Your Honor, we let go a lot of things. When we were there, we considered him a friend. We always had a good time, no problem. So a lot of things we just let go. We're not going to charge him for it. No, in May, you've been fired for three months. You're not buddies. You're not drinking buddies. You're not pals. In May, you've been fired for three months. So in May, you say all you wrote is 1,388.15. How did it go in May of 2021 from $1,388.15 to the figure of $2,937.16? Right, because we decided to put down everything we did do why hadn't Lamar. you already decided that in May when you had already been fired by three months? Because otherwise it starts to sound like you're just it, ginning it, it up. After we concluded that he was being playing hardball with us, we decided to draw the bill up for <laughs> everything we did. When you say he was playing hardball, how do you feel he was playing hardball? By not paying the first bill? No, that, Judge, uh, that's not what I meant. I meant playing hardball mean I'm going to charge him for everything I did for him. Right, but why? What were you mad at him for? Because he didn't pay me. He didn't pay you what? Which bill didn't he pay you? Money for the job I did for him. Okay, and do you have an invoice for that job? Because I see the invoices begin in May. I really judge. I really didn't consider him like uh, 
a customer, like I'm going to charge him full price. Yes. I considered him as a friend. I was working with Dominic as a friend. And so when I was doing this, it was just like, all right, I'll come out to work and I'll help you. This is how I'll do, do all that stuff. And that's what I was doing. So now, since he took the disposition of not paying us, so I changed a little bit. So according to you, he never paid you and he never paid Dom. Correct. I think he gave $200 to Dominic. Okay. And Mr. Uh, Renaud, do you have any proof of having paid other than the $200 that Dom ad admits you paid him? Okay. So if you go back and I said that I paid them $1,200, you're right, Your Honor. You see that? Wait, wh where am I seeing that? Where do you want me to okay, see that? Okay, you don't see that, but I said that in the beginning when they first did the job and they did the electrical work, with I, which Dom did, I paid $1,200. Right, actually okay. you said fourteen, mm -hmm. but Dom says you okay, never I paid him boo. Well, because I'm going to get to the fourteen. did he ever pay you anything? $200. Okay, you hear what Dom's saying. So my question yes, okay. to you is why is Dom, who you say did everything perfectly, lying on you like that? Now's when because I'd really Steve, like to see some proof. He's putting pressure on. But let me okay. tell you this. Okay, so the second bill, after they were fired <laughs> and they didn't do the work. And by the way, they never installed the ring before. Now, I paid them $1,200. They showed up in April of 2021 when mm. this started in, in 2020. And then they I saw a bill of $1,400 they were going to charge me. I rolled up the thing and threw it back at them. This is the guy, Steve. He didn't know how to install a ring. And he came as a subcontractor to Dom. Well, no, now he he not only threw the bill at me when I went to bring him the bill, he got so violent, he he gave me a body block from about ten feet away. He charged me, almost tried he tried to knock me over, and his vendors that that hire that work in his yard pulled him off me. And I didn't retaliate. I didn't file any charges with the police and everything. I figured that, you know. He, he has a temper, and, and we, ha we had to deal with that. So it was hard to deal with him because of his temper. He got very violent, very verbal, and very You know what makes all this hard, gentlemen? It's real simple. What makes it hard is that y'all are working with no understanding. And contracts, you're trying to enforce a contract now that never existed. Nobody's even has hmm. a verbal contract to enforce because both sides agree that there was no verbal contract. So what I have to decide is exactly what is the work that was done, A, and what is that work worth, B, and what has been paid so far, C, none of which you guys provide any guidance on, nothing. Usually in these cases, I'll have texts, I'll have emails, you know, where people codify what it is they're mad at and what's happened, and look, I paid you X and you haven't finished, something. There's nothing in this case. I'll have a contract I can look at which says, well, you're supposed to pay the guy 1388.15. Nothing. I don't have that in this case. I, I mean, think we submitted photographs of the actual work that was done. Uh, at least three locations on the, on the house. These are pictures that you took of the stuff he's doing at his house? Yeah. Yes. It, you can see the cameras. Where? This one? Okay. Yeah. That's so one. you installed that camera. How many cameras did you install, Mr. Lamana? One, two, three, four, four. Okay, and Mr. Rondinelli, other than installing those four cameras, what else did you guys do? Did you wire something? We had, a, yeah, a, the front doorbell had to be rewired. That you mean the, the ring? ring? 
Okay. Yeah. How did yes. it be, what is and, rewire, uh, What did you have to do to rewire it? Did you do that, Mr. Leonard, had no or did power. Mr. Rondinelli do? no power, so I had to go down and run wires down in his house to go down to the uh, basement you, to get the power. And connect okay. to the transformer. What else? It, it took a lot of time to adjust the router and everything to be centralized so we can get the maximum signal strength out on this property. Yeah. I know how long uh, it takes. I, mean, I know how long it design... takes. I know how long it takes. I've done this at my house. I know how long it takes. I'm not an idiot. Okay? Mr. Well, Renau, the problem saying you that, have yeah. is that you do not have an iota of proof of having paid one penny to that side. There is a consequence for not having proof. All right. I've got them swearing you didn't pay them. I've got you swearing you did. What am I supposed to do? Say, well, he says he did. That's not how it works. Well, just like it doesn't work that way with them where they yeah. can just stretch out four cameras and a couple of plugged in routers. It doesn't work that way with you either. You have to have proof of what yeah. you're saying. So where do you think that's going to lead us? That's going to lead us where I do what? We're going to do a little rough justice. That's right. And rough justice is when Judge Milian decides how much people are getting paid because you are all too, oh, we're friends. We're just doing it. Well, that's the way you want it. Then now everybody's very officious, very officious. Everybody wants, Judge Milian, give me what is clearly due. Clearly due. Mm. You know, come on, man. All right. I am ordering the defendant to pay the plaintiffs the sum of $1,000. That is my verdict. Thank you. Thank you, Judge. Thank you, Judge. No one had any evidence at all. The judge does rough justice, as she puts it, and has ordered the defendant to give the plaintiffs $1,000. Mr. Renaud, what are you thinking? Uh, what I'm thinking, I said I would never recommend them or hire them again, and next time I'll make sure I'll get everything in writing for sure. Why'd you want all these security cameras anyway? What was your reason for that? Uh, because I have ongoing yard sales here on a, on a weekly basis that I really enjoy. And you never know that at night, if someone's going to come up on your property and start going through bins and looking under tables and stuff. So it just makes me feel more secure, you know, that I'm, you know, that nobody's stealing. Okay. All right. Well, you got to give the plaintiffs a thousand bucks. Let's talk to the plaintiffs now. Gentlemen, how do you feel about this? You didn't have any proof. You know, you're lucky to get a thousand dollars. Don't you agree with that? Yeah, I feel lucky today, too. Okay. We should have uh, uh, had uh, contracts with receipts. So no kidding. All right. They're very lucky to get that money. Don't you think, Harvey? So, Doug, if you make a contract with somebody, even if it's not in writing, by the way, it should be, but if it's not, at the very least, write a text or an email defining the scope of work, exactly what is supposed to be done, when it's supposed to be done, and how much is supposed to be paid for it. If you put that scope of work in, you're not going to have problems like this in the end where you say, oh, he said he'd do something for me that he didn't. Judges, if a bookie shows up to my home threatening to harm my children if I don't pay him, do I have to wait until he breaks in to shoot him or can I shoot him through the door? This would be governed by Tennessee law asking for a friend. Okay. So, Please don't shoot him. 
Don't shoot them. You can't. Don't just, shoot them through the door. Don't shoot them at all. Have guns blazing when they come, like you know, like uh, Yosemite, Yosemite Sam, Sam from <laughs> when I was a kid, right? It was just a, with uh, firing away. No, you can't do that, right? You How about you just don't shoot them? How about right. you pay your bookie? Right. You know, uh, <laughs> they're asking for a friend. They're asking for a friend. <laughs> right. How about your friend so, pays bookie? All right. Yeah, exactly. Really, what you need to do is call the police. If you're truly in fear, what you do is call the police. They're not going to care that he's your bookie. Call the police. Especially if your kids are actually in danger.